Welcome to Guarding the Truth with Mike Boston, a place for honest conversations about biblical truths and practical applications. I'm your co-host, Trey Fowler, and your host, Mike Boston, will be joined by our special guest, Mike Boston Jr. Mike is an author, speaker, teacher, and senior pastor. His passion is helping you strengthen and grow your faith while addressing everyday challenges. On today's episode, we summarize what faith should look like in 2021. It has been a weird year for all of us, an extremely challenging year for some of us. So as we walk into the new year, let's set the resolutions aside and focus on placing our faith in the right space and place in 2021. Mike, we're talking about faith. Yeah. What it's going to look like yeah. in 2021. Yes, sir. I think that is, I think when we started what going through some, you know, end of the year podcast, we were thinking, okay, what's, what's a good episode to start with? Man? Yeah. And we came to um, faith because everybody has New Year's resolutions. Everybody, oh, you know, they, they the business and things they should have handled in 2021 2020 they just you know i'm just gonna we're, we're, we're gonna chalk it up to the pandemic huh? but we'll just get to it in okay. in uh in 2021 so i want to know from you what does new beginnings look like and what will our faith look like in 2021 well again first of all let me just say how happy i am to be here with both my son son-in-law and son as it relates to this subject uh i'm i'm grateful and humbled by the fact that we are talking about this, uh, this last podcast of this year to uh, spin us over to 2021. Given what happened with COVID in 2020 and given what all of the things that people had planned for 2020, how all, all of our plans actually were changed in 2020. Uh, that's why we wanted to talk in this podcast about um, what would our faith look like now in 2021 given the challenges that we all had, you know, in 2020. And, and, and before I do that, I think I want to uh, lay a foundation as it relates to faith. Now, you guys have get coached me, and I thank you both for coaching me and making sure that this is conversational and relatable and not too biblical but, um, or preachy or teachy, but I, I, I need to lay this foundation, and I believe I can say it in the way of a conversation. As it relates to faith, we know what Hebrews, you know, 11 says, you know, faith is the assurance of things hopeful, the conviction of things not seen. We also know that the book of Hebrews, the first 10 chapters up to verse 18 deals with the old covenant, new covenant. And then you have a discussion about faith and chapter 11, you have a definition of faith and chapter 12, you have a description of faith and chapter 13, you have the discussion of faith. But with all of that, what I have found out is that many people kind of don't know how faith works, even though we should know how faith works. So let, let me say this, and then this, I think, will be all of the launching pad we need to take this conversation where I want to take it. Faith is not something, Mike, that you uh, muster up. 
You understand what I'm saying? Faith is not something you know. I always joke around and say you can't go down to Sam's and you know buy bulk. Yeah, let me get know. a six pack. Yeah, of faith. six pack of faith. You know what I'm saying? You can't. You can't. Oh, faith is on sale yeah, today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you you don't. You just don't go get it and then say here it is and now I'm finna use it. Yeah. And so when people talk about faith, you know, even when false prophets and false teachers begin to talk about have more faith. Uh, People who are immature, who haven't really been taught biblically, Mike, they may be under the impression that it's something that they muster up, that they grind. You know, I'm trying to talk like you guys yeah. talk. And so when they say, I'm going to have more faith, then it's something that they do and, and that the, it originates with them. And I need you to understand something. And, I, and I, this is as, as uh, relatable as I can say it. Faith is not something that we do. Faith that pleases God, because it says without faith it's impossible to please God. Right. So just think about what I'm saying. Since Hebrew tells us without faith is impossible to please God, then if we could get faith on our own, then that would conflict what Ephesians 2 talks about, that everything is grace, you know, nothing that we can boast about. So when we talk about having more faith, I want to make sure when we go into 2021, we don't go into 2021 thinking that it's something that we grind out, you know, that we muster up or that we work through and we, you know, we acquire on our own. The type of faith that pleases God comes from God. Right. You know, regeneration happens even before um, conversion. Uh, that's when you get the understanding, predestination and election. Uh, I'm not going to talk about those big things, but I just make sure that we understand that when we talk about what our faith looks like in 2021, Tremaine, I don't want you to think you can, you know, pull it off the shelf or, you know, <laughs> write it on a piece of paper because that's when people talk yeah. about resolutions and all right. of that and think that faith is something that you muster up or grind. Join me with that, Mike. You understand what I'm saying? It's, it's not something, it the kind of faith that pleases God comes from God. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, speaking of that, yeah, the kind of faith that, you have to be working with God to have faith. So, I mean, it's just like uh, anything. If you if you want something, you can't go buy it. Like it's if it's it's something you're gonna have to work to grind to get. You know, so you're gonna have to be working with God. And you, again, like you say, we can't go to Sam's and bust up and buy faith because if that's the case, I'd be good right now. Yeah, you know? yeah. Or I don't know. It might be expensive. So I don't. I don't know. know. <laughs> you know, I think I think people might do what they uh, like what they did with the pandemic. You know, you can't you can't find tissue on the. Yeah, you know, I like that. Man, it must be at the end of the year, man. Favors, they sold yeah. out. Well, of only way. two, only two things of favors. Yeah, today, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. I'll be selling on Amazon double price. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. funny. And so I just wanted to, to say that, and then we, we'll roll into this. I don't want people to be under the impression because false prophets and false teachers will lead us to believe that it's something that we go and get, yeah. and then we take it to God and say, okay, God, now work with me in 2021. Mm -hmm. So if we can, you know, set that groundwork for what we're talking about tonight, I think it'll become more relatable. So when we talk about what our faith will look like in 2021, then let me tell you what that says with the definition, with the groundwork we just laid. It, it's nothing that we do on our own. Yeah. So our faith is going to look the same in 2021 if it's without God. 
Right, right. <laughs> if if God, you know, understand what I'm saying? If God hasn't given us the faith, and if we don't have the uh, um, the the intimate relationship with Him, growing in our understanding and His revelation to understand what it says about having the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen, that's why a lot of time you hear Christians say. Well, people who profess to be Christian, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. Well, you know, faith says you ain't got to see it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that doesn't come from without. That only comes from within as God's spirit is in us, encouraging us and giving us the stick to itiveness, if I could say it like that, to, to be faithful. Well, so, so I guess a lot of times we, we do have, I think we do have faith to kind of step out and, do things out of the norm, but I believe a lot of times we do. I think we make these plans without God. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, whether it be a, a business or whether it be, mm-hmm. you know, shoot, even some relationships. You know, mm-hmm. you establish those without even considering God. But I mean, going from the, you know, we're millennials, right? You know, me, you know, I, I was at the. The early, early, early part. Age of the early, millennium. yeah. He right, right at the beginning of the millennials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't from, feel bad. from what they say, bad. we were yeah. the we were the first millennials. So um, day one. Yeah, yeah, but we were day one. In the beginning. <laughs> but but we all I think millennials, I think we just we have that we have that something inside of us to say, man, we can't do this. We can't do the same thing for thirty years. We can't do Oh, like yeah. we just there's that thing in yeah, us yeah. that say, man, it's, I gotta. It's not built. I have to yeah. build something. I have to do yeah. something. And a lot of times, I think we get caught up in that trap of saying, okay, we can plan it out. Mm-hmm. We can yeah. map it out. We can do all of this stuff. But we leave out probably one of the most important things, which is God. God. Yeah. yeah. So how do we how do we how do we make those plans and not fall into that trap? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Two things. One, have y'all heard of the like the it's like the new meme meme. It's like you make up something, you put a picture, and oh, okay. it goes you know viral. Thank you for yeah, finding just, that. Just for in me. case you didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know what that was. But have y'all heard of the twenty twenty? We're millennials. Twenty twenty one. Like they put up the picture twenty and twenty one, like year twenty twenty one. But it's twenty twenty one. Like do you, do you get it? Like uh-uh. like the year twenty twenty one. Like. W-O-N. Oh, like it, like it won, like W O N, like okay. it won the year. Like, yeah, they're saying everybody's getting excited about twenty twenty one, twenty twenty one. I say I say that because it doesn't make yeah. sense. Like we got defeated by twenty twenty. Yeah, but you you said something, and it speaks to it because really, the thing is, if we uh, and when do we make uh, New Year's resolutions? Oh, I think we make them. What we make them? Maybe what? Before December. the new year. Yeah, before the new year, but it's like almost like last minute. Okay. But it's before January the first. Right. right. Yeah. It's, it's before the year started. Because right. yeah. it's a new year res- you you're gonna be late if you start on January the first. Yeah. Right. right, right, right. So in everything that we do, your if your goal failed in twenty twenty, then it, it it wasn't because of this coronavirus or the pandemic, because we decided in oh, two thousand it's already pretty much destined to fail. But no, but we st- we started in 2019. Yeah. Which we should have been walking with God and telling God our dreams and goals. Yeah. So you and God decided in 2019 that I was going to be successful in this. Or I was yeah. going to be successful in that. Yeah. But if what happened was you could have started with God and everything was great. I, yeah. I, I've done it myself. We start with God, but we once don't. we get going, sometimes we, we kind of run oh, off. Oh, yeah. You know, like it, it's like a kid in Disney World. 
hey, sit right here, hold my hand. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm listening. But, yeah, I'm listening. Yeah. Yes, sir. And, and you turn that head, and then <laughs> you that head let go of mama, you didn't took off. Yeah. You know. So we we started we started with God. Wow. We can't start with him. Yeah. But if we leave him because we trying to take off. It, go ahead. Yeah. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know. That that happens, and and I got it. I was a little confused. I got it though, as you're talking. Uh, yeah. Um, what is it that keeps us walking with God? What is it that keeps us in that intimate relationship with God? What is it that not keeps us perfect? You know, I've said it all the time, but at least persistent as it relates to being obedient to God, uh, surrendering to His will, uh, because those are the things as we fulfill His purpose in our lives. You know, then we see it come into reality i think oftentimes uh we leave god when we go back to last week if we can you know when we make number one number two in other words we put ourselves first Instead of god. exactly what we want and, and in other words our plans and 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 that's why i didn't want to talk about new year's resolution or name this as new year's resolution yeah. because i want to talk about plans because that's also how we leave god you know when we put our plans out there and 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 didn't tell god to co-sign on it you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that 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 may not be God's plan for our life. Because another thing we've got to understand as Christians, gentlemen, um, Galatians two and twenty says, "It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me." So now, if I'm a believer, or since I'm a believer, then my life is supposed to be lived to please who? Christ. God, Christ, to glorify Him in our life. So mm-hmm. the plans might change, and that's why you know tonight when we look at these few verses, I, I want us to understand, you know. That very first thing, I think that's what you were bringing us into, Tremaine, making plans without God. Uh, Can we read this scripture? uh, Yeah, let's take a look at it. Okay, so um, tonight we're just going to look at a few verses found in James chapter 4. Do I have that up? Thank you. Um, Verses 13 through 17. It says, Come now, you who say today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city and spend a year uh, there and engage in business and make a profit. Doesn't that sound like a businessman? Doesn't that sound like somebody making a plan? <laughs> yeah. Yet you do not know what your life will be like tomorrow. You are just a vapor that appears for a little while and then vanishes away. Wow. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and also do this or that. But as it is, you boast in your own arrogance. All such boasting is evil. Therefore, to the one who knows the right thing to do and does not do it to him, it is a sin. So when you go back to verse 13 at the beginning, all it is literally saying is, you know, you cannot make plans without God. So what will our faith look like in 2021? What I would say, the first thing, make sure that your plans, what? Include God. Right. You know? Right. But I think, again, I'm I'm going to play the okay. the the role of well let me tell you what I yeah I won't say devil's advocate yeah. but I'll play the role of that well you know but but man I had a good I had a good idea I had a, such a great idea I mean I I don't know why it didn't work mm-hmm. how does somebody how does somebody I guess how do you talk how do you talk to somebody who feels like they have such a great idea but then they're leaving I mean they're intentionally leaving God out okay um, you know. To use for the background, uh, the book of James, the the book of James, just a brief short, I can tell you is about, it's really about having 
the wrong type of attitude about planning. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. The, the book of James shows us uh, why having an attitude of, watch this now, self-sufficiency is sinfully wrong. It's nothing wrong with the plans, but if the plans are self-sufficient, you know, if the yeah. plans are just about you, uh, then uh, self-sufficiency is wrong, sinfully wrong, because having that type of attitude about self-sufficiency, it leaves no rooms for contingencies. And that's what you hear here. You know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Come on now. When you make plans, I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do this, yeah. and then I'm going to kill it over here, yeah. and then, you know, then I'm going <laughs> to flip it, and I'm going to grind real hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. come up with all these plans and leaving no room for contingencies and and. And that makes the person think that they are really fully in control of their outcomes. And that's what happened to people in 2019 who made plans for 2020. At 2019, people thought they were in full control of the outcome. And when you have the privilege, especially when you live in a great country like America, you know, and we have all these perks and opportunities and privileges, you think that you have control of your outcome. And that's what the book of James is going to kind of show us tonight, that we don't have control of the outcome because I think if 2020 showed us anything, come on guys. Yeah. <laughs> it showed us. We are not in control. Man. Man. <laughs> you thought, Man. you thought you had it under control. Man. So, so what our faith should look like in 2021, based on what we learned in 2020, we need to be walking with God. Wouldn't you know you what? It, it reminds me of, of, uh, you know, some, some, uh, some people that saying Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> well, the thing is, he he already kind of already had the wheel. Yeah. You know? <laughs> if you were in his plane, right, right, right. Hey, we finna take this left. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you doing, yeah. but yeah, we finna yeah. take that left. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and so many people trying to drive it, you know. But uh, I'm sorry, I, I may have cut you off. No, you didn't cut me off. But actually, you, uh, you know, sometimes even in that plan, correction comes. Oh yeah. You know, if you ever. Like you're younger, pops. Use him for example. Yeah, uh, Mike. I want you to clean this room. I want you to do this and do this before I get back. And I don't have. I don't. And I don't have. That's anything. why he made the C's that he didn't tell me about <laughs> on that report call. But hey, hey, that's I old, didn't forget that's last old. week's part. Yeah, see, guys say forget it. We're forgiving. You know yeah. But uh, so, and you don't have an attitude when doing it, right? Or you you have a you have a plan to go forth and. And move forward and do what you're going to do. But sometimes I'm cleaning the room and I'm not doing it to your liking. You come and give correction and I'm not ready for that correction. Then I take it and, and go a different way with it. Like And, and so now my attitude towards the, the, the thing that you told me to do is, is it definitely is, is changed. Uh, and I see that with the contingencies, you know, uh, we can have, you can, you can try to plan for everything, but I mean, it, well, I think I think too. You know, we we do a lot of planning. Again, when you do planning without God, then you wrote a. Uh, I'm gonna throw, throw it back. Okay. The adversity. When God says, "You know what? All right, you gonna keep on. I'm I'm actually gonna I'm gonna let you make it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you make it. All right, man. You get you got that first. I'm gonna use the example. I'm Mike. Every time you come on the show, you're probably gonna be using the example. But it's, man, I'm I'm gonna let you. Oh no. I'm gonna let you go get it. Yeah. I'm gonna let you go get it, man. All right, man. You you got a few sales under your belt. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, housing market dropout. Yeah, boom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boom. Mm-hmm. Adversity. Is that is that the market or is that God? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I think that kind of lends itself to the question that people were asking last week about the wrath of God. Is this a judgment for God or whatever like this? And, and, and all I, I, I want to make people understand is God doesn't have a plan B. Okay. <laughs> God doesn't have a, God doesn't have a plan B. Really? No, he doesn't. God have plan A <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. And, and his plans cannot be thwarted. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I may have my Louisiana tongue may have messed that up. His plans cannot be changed. Right, right. Uh, right. Um, uh, now I know we got some super spiritual people who are saying, "Well, I remember in the Bible where the Bible says the so and so went and prayed. He prayed to God, and then God changed his mind." No, no, no. God sometimes puts us in positions to where we would pray to God, and then that prayer. We don't change. Prayer is not to change God's mind. Prayer is to change our mind, <laughs> you know. And so we don't pray and change things. We pray and we change and submit ourselves to the thing that God has planned for our life because that's what I'm talking about in 2021. Uh, it, it, is it going to be God's plan versus your plan? Your faith should not look like that. Yeah. You shouldn't be competing for God with a plan. Because if so, based on what we talked about last week, mm -hmm. God is not into competition. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that could turn into idol idolatry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what could happen in the pursuing of that plan? It becomes an idol for you, and then God takes his hand off of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's like, okay, to, you really want it? Yeah. All right. Since, since we're telling stories, since we're yeah. telling stories, <laughs> I remember this one. I remember this one. I, I don't know how this has anything to do with what we're talking about. But I remember okay. the first time he wanted to help me cut the yard. Okay. He, I can cut it, Dad. I can cut it, Seth. No, son. You know, he, he was little, and he had that little fake one, you know, that little plastic yeah. one. He thought he could handle the big one. Yeah. And so uh, I remember, you know, he, he could barely reach it, but he could reach it, and, yeah. and and he had it, and but I was with him. But he didn't understand that I was pushing it, holding it, and I had more control. And he he thought he had it, and he started looking around, telling his mama, look at me, mama, and all that. And I kind of let go of it. And he saw <laughs> just how much in control that he was in. And, and in a sense, that's what God does. Because you got proud of yourself. You, mommy, look at me. You know, you want the neighbors. Look, I'm cutting the grass, you know. I did Peter turn my head. Exactly. Gotcha. And what God will do sometimes is let us feel it mm -hmm. to let us know, hey, I've been in control all the time. I just let you put your hand on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I'm in control of it. Mm -hmm. and, and, and when we can remember that, then we know it's not our plan versus God's plan. It's always God's plan. And we got to get in on God's plan. And so we have to ask him, what, do he, what does he want from us? So I got a question. I got a question. So and I think you've spoken to this before. Mm -hmm. Sorry. If let's just say you have an, an idea and you say, hey, you know what? I'm thinking about starting this, this, and this. I've actually prayed about it. <laughs> That's, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I laugh about that because you hear that all the time. I hear that all the time. That's Literally, the starting line. And, and, I, I prayed yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and this is what they did. Lord, I want you to join me in what I'm doing. And right. then they come and tell me I prayed about it. You're right. You know, you haven't even waited to hear from God. You know, but anyhow, go ahead. So, yeah. so let's just say, okay, I, I give let's, let's, let me let me give you a different example. Lord, what do I what do I eat for lunch? Subway or Chick Fil A? Oh man, I don't know. Does God, that made me feel bad. Stay I'm just home. saying. I'm just saying. Does God get involved in small decisions like that? And you I'm know, leading up to something. So I'm, it's a, it's a two parter there. Yeah. Uh, let me say this. God doesn't have to get into decisions. Okay. 
Because remember, he handles the outcome. Right. Okay. Uh, now, as it relates to the choice, the volition that we have as mm-hmm. human beings, if we can do Subway or as my son taught me, Jersey Mike, <laughs> we need to make them sponsors <laughs> so we can get some money. We, we send all these names on here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, uh, as it relates to the choices that we have in that, um, well, there's no sin involved in that. Right. You know? Yeah. And so God is like, you know, you know, God is like, okay, it's, it's no sin in that. Right. Now, that's some other choice we can make to be sin. Yeah. And, and you know, maybe we don't want to talk about yeah, those tonight. Yeah, yeah. So if the plans we have um, don't, you know, involve sin, uh, if the plans we have don't lead us uh, away from our intimate relationship with God, um, God is like, you know, you, you got that. Because right. we, we got to eat. Right. So God doesn't, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't Jedi mind trick you and say, go to Subway instead of, you know, and then you go to Subway and say, oh, man, I found a dollar on the ground. <laughs> the Lord must have told me to come. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So uh, I, I see people all the time trying to add things to God. He God doesn't have to make decisions. His decisions, his plans are already made for our life. He gives us latitude. You know, uh, just like Jonah in the Bible, God's plan was for him to go to Nineveh, right? Right. Well, Jonah wanted to go to Tarsus. Guess where he ended up at? In Nineveh. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? This is where I wanted you to go. And and notice what he did. He said, you know what? I'm not going to do what God wants me to do uh, because I know what he's going to do if I go there. Right. And he had to pay the fare. He had to do everything. He had to do everything. And so God let him do it. Yeah. But in the end, God still got. Because yeah. God don't have a plan B. Right. God's plan was always, Jonah, you going to Nineveh. He may have went there reluctantly, yeah. but he went to Nineveh. You know? And, and 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 I'll say this, just like the dying thief on the cross, as it deals with those deep subjects like election and predestination, it was God's plan that that person would live in paradise with him. And so at the last moment, even though he spent his whole life as a rascal, God's plan still was fulfilled. Right. So what would you say about, I guess, um, let's say those that, okay, I've started my business. I almost go back to what you said. Hey, man, I'm going to start. I didn't start my business. Lord, you know, I'm, I'm building this thing for you. And then, you know what? I made my first million. All right. Now you're starting to compromise, arrogance. Like you, you, you get to a point where you are not acknowledging him anymore. Or you hear that. You hear him talking, you hear him speaking to you, but you blatantly say, you know, ah, that's not, uh, th- I think this would be a better look. You know, uh, if you don't mind me. No, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, when you was reading over these, uh, I want to say it was verse 14. <clears throat> okay. Yet you do not know what your life will be like tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You are just a vapor that appears like a for a little while, then vanishes away. Mm-hmm. Instead, you ought to say if the Lord wills we will live and also do this or that mm-hmm. you know you, you always hear your, the older the older grandparents they'll be like well lord will be willing baby if i if i get to see you tomorrow you know but like, i'm like come on oh my gosh but in that i don't know it spoke to me this way again you know i'm lord is definitely still working on me but i see things and i, I guess it I, mean, I might be wrong but when it was saying, sometimes I think we have the wrong definition of 
up or we're just ignorant to the to true definition. See, we might see the the physical part of about it, but what is all the or uh, what's the, the the we see the noun part. Yeah. We're missing the verb. Yeah. The action. Yeah. See and arrogance and ignorance and I know ignorance some sounds like a bad word or whatever, yeah. but you you can be you're, like your arrogance can be ignorance to the point that God is really trying to say. Like we can start. Yeah. We can start with uh faith again yeah. it's easy to start but again once a, one of your contingencies don't come through you got a flat tire it's like well god no, i gotta go i gotta yeah. go get it now and mm-hmm. yeah now sometimes you end up blaming you being blaming god exactly. thinking that okay man he oh lord why why did you do this to me exactly so now you it's like your iphone i didn't lost i didn't lost a bar boop. yeah now I'm on, now i got three bars left yeah and then another contingency hit and boop. yeah now i'm on two bars yeah. But see, during that whole time of you not having that actual true faith with you, you like I said, you could start with Christ. Yeah. But if you're not refilling your battery or refilling yeah. your your bars, yeah, like, you get what I'm what, what I'm saying. If you're, if you're not keeping in with God, yeah, because something can hit you, you'd be like, okay, I'll come right back here. I'm 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 with you. But well, I think that I think that lends. I think that talks that speaks to I guess where you are with God. You know, if if you let's just say you have something going on in your life and like okay a series i'm i'm giving an example flat tire uh transmission okay brake line like all of these things happen and they say okay god what are you doing mm-hmm. um why do we end up why do we feel like why do we feel like we're blaming god i mean is you know what i'm saying yeah and 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 people oftentimes do that uh but that's because they haven't been doing proper maintenance yeah <laughs> Yeah. Do you understand? You, 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 yeah, you, you knew yeah, that car yeah. needed some service. Yeah. Come on, man. We 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 haven't. You know, and boy, I'm I'm talking to myself right now. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you guys know my car was yeah. in the shop today. Okay, uh, I told you. Too. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. You told me months ago, Dad. You need to fix that. And I'm in my car in the shop today, right? Uh, but because we haven't done proper maintenance, uh, when we don't do proper maintenance, you just don't get in the car and roll. You just don't get in the car and don't have to stop for gas. You don't get in the car and don't sooner or later need to get the brakes checked, yeah. tires rotated, and yeah. all that type of stuff. Maintenance, proper yeah. maintenance will eliminate all of that because when you go to the mechanic, he's going to tell you, hey, these are wearing thin, this is happening, and if we do those proper maintenance, we'll never find ourselves in those and particular so, days. So what does maintenance look like? As it relates to faith, uh, believers, faith. Yeah, believers. Yeah, I'm glad you asked that. Uh, you know, we have a statement around here that says uh, we study the Bible frequently so we can learn the love of God more firmly so we can begin to think, speak, act, and respond more biblically. And so what does maintenance look like? Man, it's all the time. It's daily. It's making certain that we are being held accountable, I, I, you know, kind of getting back to accountability, you know, that we've been held accountable, that we have a responsibility to the kingdom of God to grow in the fear and the admonition of God. Maintenance is, you know, not something that we do yearly. Maintenance is something we do daily. You understand yeah. what I'm Sometimes saying? Sometimes it's, it's the thing we don't want to have to do. Exactly. You know, you, you, you're a nice car, you know, I don't, it, it, it ain't like my truck, you know. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have maintenance lights just because, you know. <laughs> Y'all got maintenance lights. You know, you just might want to get this check. Uh, you know, when I hear the world, I got a nice car. When my light come on, something wrong. When my light come on, something wrong. It's late, you know. So how do you get those 
if you say, how do you get those those pre-checks? You know, those, those oh, don't, would that be the pre-check? Would that be the uh, the accountability part? Is well, that? Well, let me say this. You know, you've oftentimes heard me say this, and I want to come back and talk about that wheel thing, too, about tomorrow. Don't let me forget that verse 14 that you talked okay. about. Mm-hmm. But but I, I want to say this. You've oftentimes heard me say this. The Bible is the only, you can read many books, but the Bible is the only book when you read it, it reads you. Yeah, mm, you've heard yeah, me say that. Yeah. Come on now. And, and so what we tend to do is try to get a, a, a verse a day to keep the devil away. Right. You know, we tend to, uh, uh, and y'all know what I say around here. I don't promote reading the Bible. I promote studying the Bible, right? You know, because uh, you can just read it and ah, you know, yeah. you know, check check it off and then move out. Yeah, you know, you got people to go to church like that. I went to church, they check off now. The rest of the day is mine to like the food. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and and you know, I, I'm not saying that's anything wrong with reading the right. Bible. I do read the Bible, right? But I'm saying I promote studying the Bible. Now, to answer your question. When you study the Bible, when you read the Bible, it's going to read you. It's going to tell you what lights are on. You know, getting back to your maintenance thing. It's going to tell you, hey, man, your faith life is flicking. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, your accountability life flicking. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, this light is flicking. Your attendance light. Hey, man, your giving light is flicking. Hey, man, your trusting light is flicking. You come, look, if you keep reading the Bible, you're going to come up at your dashboard. going to be all lit up because that's what reads you. And, And that's why the devil does his best to keep us away from reading the Bible because it's going to tell us what maintenance needs to be done. You know, if we can say it like that. And so when we're not doing that, then we move to making plans without God. You understand what I'm saying? Because we haven't been reading God's word to it would read us. We've been just reading, studying God, not studying God's word. We've just been reading it to clear our conscience, and then we tell God to join us. Yeah. And see, uh, that kind of leads to, to, to verse 12. Uh, uh, that t- I'm sorry, verse uh, uh, 14. Verse 14. What you're talking about, verse 14 talks about we got to recognize the uncertainties of life because most people, when they're making plans, you know, in 2021, uh, you got you got to remember don't fail to recognize the uncertainties in life. You're not going to know everything, mm-hmm. you know, in this proper context. I know I have some pastors who are listening yeah. to this, and they're going to want to make sure that I make this, you know, clear but let, relatable. The book of James is literally talking about a businessman who's going on a business trip. And everything that he's talking about are things that you need to do. But he's also telling him, you got, you don't fail to recognize the certainty. You can't figure out everything. I'm going to do this. Come on, man. Tell me how many. I like to see the person who went in business. I don't care how successful they are. And everything they planned worked out. There were some uncertainties that happened uh, as it relates to, you know, your plans. And that's why you want to read the Bible so the Bible can read you because now your plans are going to be lining up with God's will for your life. It doesn't mean everything is going to roll into perfect, being perfect, because even when you have those challenges, God is going to use those challenges, what? To develop you, not to destroy you. So when you talk about even that, and I know because, you know, I'm kind of guilty of it. I don't say it every time I say something, if the Lord's will, if the Lord's will. See, uh, people can use that phrase, God willing, uh, if God's will, too often, and it loses its real significance, you know, its real meaning. You know, I, when you were growing up, 
I, I don't know what I said, but I'm sure it's something that I would tell you regular and regular and regular because you heard it. It kind of lost its real meaning. And and I believe. Don't you, forget God. Okay. Mm-hmm. I said that too much. Yeah. It just, I'd be like, man, all right. I, 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 didn't, I didn't heard that. <laughs> and, and that's horrible. But I mean, it's like, again, it, you get told something so much, you just stop doing it. Like, I, all right. You, I didn't hurt. Or you just start not yeah, not necessarily like, stop doing it, but you kind of start to tune it out. Yeah, you tune it out, like and, yeah. it, and it doesn't have the meaning that it had at the beginning. And it, and I think that's where I think that is where. Oh God, I, I'm not leaving you out. <laughs> I'd have had enough of those spankings. So. Well, well, well. See, it, it, I mean, this goes to the uncertainty of of uh, you know the uncertainty, mm-hmm. right? This this is where you know we said, okay, don't don't leave God out of your business. Don't leave God out of your business. Don't leave God out of your business. And you, you hear it enough times, and then, it, again, when you get to that pivotal spot where it's like you got to make that decision, mm-hmm. do I go with what God said or, you know, and I think that's the that's us failing to recognize, okay, if you make this decision, you don't know if you're going to make it to the, the next decision that's going to correct the bad decision you just made. Exactly, and that's the uncertainties of life. Right. And God uses those to develop us. Yeah. God uses those to develop. You got to remember, if you are an immature or carnal believer or nominal believer, meaning a believer in name only, uh, when you're making plans, you can understand your plans are not mature plans. Yeah. <laughs> not including God in those plans. And, and, yeah. and your plans are not mature. Even a businessman, uh, Mr. Google, Mr. Amazon, all of those people, I mean, you know, they had structure and they had all of these things, but it, as things maturate in their lives, then they have to adjust to the uncertainties for the business. Well, so it is with life. And God uses those things not to destroy us, but to develop us. And remember, God is not trying to make you a millionaire. Let's be clear on that. False prophets and teachers say that all the time. God's not trying to make you a millionaire. I mean, come on. God want to make you a a believer who can reach a million people. Mm -hmm. So you mean if I don't, if I don't share God, if I share God more than 20 times on my Facebook, I'm not getting a million. That ain't ain't coming my way. Well, I think, I think you also have that, you have that space where, um, where God, well, God says, okay, I am going to let you have everything that you asked for, but you're not ready. Mm. I've, I've, been work, I've been working on you for 20 years, mm. and, you, and you still haven't. I can't give you a million because you ain't going to act right with it. What? So, so how, does one, how does one deal with that and not, you know, and, and not go by the wayside because they think they haven't made it yet? Well, you know, again, I'm sorry. You were going to say something. No, nah, I think mine would be too long, so go ahead. well think about cutting it down okay Uh, uh, it kind of lends itself to again uh, going back to what we're talking about what is our faith going to look like in 2020 you got to understand our faith in 2020 should be aligning up with the will of God for our lives not for me Mm -hmm. you know coming out of COVID coming out of all this stuff if you still a person who's going to go into 2021 saying, okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to change the world. Come on, man. Or I'm going to, I'm going to be big in 2021. You know, man, then something is wrong. If that's the way you're going into, we haven't learned anything from 2020. I said this the other day in our closing prayer and our last Sunday of the year. And I'd like to say this and maybe this will kind of spin off of that. You know, to those who are watching and listening, I hope you understand this. Because everybody, 
I think the way you said he went your thing, 2021, yeah. you won. There are people thinking that at 1201, yeah, 2021. Oh, it's, it's all different. Yeah. My, life is, my, life is, my life has changed. Yeah. Everything's going to change. You know, and, and boy, that's not irrational and reckless and immature. That's wrong. At, at the stroke of 1201, 2021, for those of us who are still living, guess what? COVID 19 is still going to be here. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, 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 the, the new strain is still going to be here. Uh, based on what people saying, and when we looked at what happened in the airports at Christmas, some more people are going to die in 2021. You understand what I'm saying? So COVID is going with us to 2021. I know people saying, I just wanted to be over with. Well, it's not going to happen. You know, it, it'll be a while before we actually, you know, may be normal. And to be honest with you, I don't think it's going to be normal in the sense that we think anymore. Mm-hmm. So I don't want, and I, I'm glad that you spoke of that. I don't want anyone to think that at 20, and I see it in all on social media as if in 2021, all the bad stuff is going to be gone with. Man, that stuff is going to be there. I think people forget. I think I spoke on it last week, or I, maybe I said enough too much. It's like when you leave your, when we leave God's hand, or we leave our parents' hand. Let's, I'm in Walmart. You know, I leave your hand. We used to go to Walmart every Saturday. I mean, that was like the thing back in the day as a child. That was yeah. a Saturday night. Mama got to get all her stuff for church on Sunday, stockings, and yeah. So my dad like, don't leave. I'll let you go to the game area, but don't leave it. Yeah, don't leave this area. Yeah. We'll be out here. We'll come back and get you. Yeah. But as a kid, it's like God saying, stay with me. Stay in this area. Stay with me. Because don't leave it because I'm going to come back. I, well, God never leaves us. God is always right. with us, right? But I'm using my dad as an, an example. The thing is, if we leave our parents' hand, yeah, we leave God's hand and start saying, well, you know what? I'm going to try to go find them because I'm done with this. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> now, you didn't. You think they go over there to the right because you saw them go to the right. Yeah. Well, now they way on the left side of the stove getting tissue, paper towels. Or, yeah. The thing is, when we let go of God's hand and we go about our own way, yeah. the thing is, at some point, you got to get corrected and you got to come back to where you were supposed to be. Yeah. And so with going through 2020 and all the things that we've went through, yeah, we all have left and we went one way. Mm. Yeah. And now, and now, and now, uh, and now you, you're on the, uh, they got you on the intercom. Exactly. Excuse me. Uh, uh this lost child, Michael Boston have, Jr. We have Michael Boston Jr. <laughs> yeah, can up you here. Come to aisle 15? He has a burgundy <laughs> shirt on. <laughs> so, so, so in that case, that's, that's like that, right? But yeah. In, in, in life, nobody's calling like, okay, well now you will have to go through everything that you, if you went to the right, you got to come all the way back from yeah. the right to get back with God. Yeah. And then you got to now get back to where you were like that's you it took that long to get back to your starting place now we got to go i would say that that, i think that opens the door to to 15 exactly you are actually you you are literally failing to acknowledge god said hey man i got you see we're just walking that's what i love about man i love you guys we're really just walking (laughs) through james chapter four in these verses yeah because you just by this conversation and you're exactly right yeah because that's what verse 15 says he failed to acknowledge his parents yeah. you know and 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 then failing to acknowledge god and that's what verse 15 talks about yeah you know yeah i'm sorry i feel like i'm no 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 man, you're good just, you're good because i'm I, again we're you you in the game area yeah and you, you know your dad said hey man we're gonna be right back yeah but you know the fact that you failed to acknowledge his authority 
Yeah. You know, he and, he, and not not just his authority because we we got to understand that God is a loving God as well. Man, I'm, I why would I leave you? Yeah. Yeah. Why would I leave? Why, why would I leave this store without you? Mm-hmm. And, and just for the record. Because I don't know who's watching this. <laughs> he wasn't four years old, you know, five years old. Let's be clear. He was almost a preteen. But back then, yeah, back I'll then, put a disclaimer no, but, down here. No, but back then, six, eight, eight, nine, you could be, you could be left in the store alone. That's true. It, it was a 25 years ago. 25, yeah. You, yeah. you could be left alone and hey, man, nobody messing with you. You didn't even have to wear seatbelts back yeah, then when really I am. I, I remember sitting in, in between seats on the floor. You Come, know, on you know, they, Come on but, <laughs> but I wanted to get to the, man. And all of this, you know, and I know, speaking of, you can pray and you can ask God for this and this. Mm -hmm. And God will turn you over to your own destruction or not even to your own destruction. He'll lead you to where you want to go, to where you know at the end of the point you're going to have to come back. Like, I would, short story, like, I prayed to God for my last job. I mean, I was praying. I remember crying when I I got accepted. (laughs) I remember praying for Uh, it. I remember us crying over the phone whenever they called me and told me I had the job, you know, and working for that company. I thought it was a blessing. The, the amount of money I'm making. I yeah. Mean, Getting it. Yeah. 24 years old. I'm, I'm no 23. Yeah. Right. You were young. Yeah. 23. Yeah. I'm making, yeah. I'm, I'm able to buy my own home at 23. Like, wow. I'm making own, money. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, but I started with God. Yeah. You see, but now because it's because you had a dad that kept saying, I, don't forget God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and so now that I didn't moved into my own home. Yeah. And he's he's telling me that, but now it's not as often. I'm I'm getting it on Tuesdays and Sundays since yeah. I'm in my own home. You, you see? And now But the, you never get to make a major decision that I still to this day say what? Don't forget God. All right. Yeah. And I always bring them to you. I always bring my decisions to, to him. Yeah. Or my the things that I'm thinking about. Right, right. Know? Because I know I need that correction. Because at some point, again, I can forget and say it's from God, but it's I from think God. I think what that is that's that that's that accountability. Exactly. And see, I, and see what he did as a while you were young, and he, we don't think about this. I you, mean, I, I gotta I gotta jump in here, uh-huh. and I'm humbled by that. You know, to be an old man, and 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 he still bring those things to me. Yeah. He may not do it exactly like I say, but he like, Hey pops, what you thinking about this? I mean, yeah. you know, and you know, we'll never hang up the phone without saying, I love you. Right. You know, sound like I'm talking to a gal, you know, yeah. but that's how me and my son, we hang up. And so for him to still bring those things to me, man, as a father, I can't tell you how rich that is yeah. for me. And now I'm watching his girls mm-hmm. and him having that type of relationship. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that I mean that that even lends itself to a whole nother conversation, podcast, whatever. But the I mean, we you ingrained that in him. I mean, you literally encoded that. Don't yeah. forget God. Don't now you were thinking, all right, man. <laughs> all right, okay, yeah. I hear you, I hear you, Dad. Yeah. You know, but at the same time That you, smile you get you don't want, you really don't want to press it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I but I, I he, because he ingrained it and I think God yeah. does the same thing is he reminds us yeah. over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Now, the only reason we may not take hold, you literally have to ignore God. Mm-hmm. Like we said last week, put him on airplane mode. Yeah. You, you have to. It's, it's yeah. no, when it's been ingrained, you can't turn it off. And, yeah. and so. That's that connection. Exactly. And so, again, God had to make him go back to Nineveh. Mm-hmm. 
God had to let me go to Budweiser. I'm sorry. I didn't want to even say that name. <laughs> God had to let me go to that job. Yeah. And and I'm grateful because the things that I, I was able to accomplish that's helped me set myself for to go further. Developed. Like, develop, exactly. Yep. And even all the I wanna I guess the hell I had to go through. Is that a is yeah. that an okay word? Uh at that job. Once it got to the see, God was at the point like, okay. We didn't we didn't accomplish what we needed to accomplish, and I'm still holding on. Yeah. And now you're like, hey, okay, it's time to. It's next step. Yeah, let's go. Let's 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 put this foot forward. And I don't want to. So now. But you can't do that even that next step without, without faith. Without faith, you're right. Exactly. And that took a lot of. And faith. what you're doing yeah. right now is taking a lot of yeah. faith. And yeah. so to take that step and say, you know what? Finally, after going through depression and and really hating my job and. Yeah, the, the and, job he prayed, prayed for. for. Let's be clear about it. He was 15 years old, said, so I want to work for that company. Yeah. And, and then know. going through uh, both, that money. Both, yeah. Yeah, plantar fasciitis and both feet and feet oh, breaking and, and going through back problems and, and just through all this to keep holding on to something that I thought I wanted. This is the, something I thought that I had to have, you know? Yeah. So now, you know, leaving the company, going out on faith, you know, doing real estate. Yeah. And, not having a constant check. Yeah. You know, a constant, uh, not having a. Got even to kill. A, yeah, yeah. A, a fallback plan. Well, yeah. You know, okay, uh, it is what it is. I, I still got it. Yeah. Like, no, this, it takes full on faith to say, if I don't feed, if I don't get this today, I can't feed my family. Yeah. You know? And even though it's, it's so much more that comes with it, the, the joy of being able to be with your kids are, you know, to be able to right. correct them. To be able to tell my daughter, "Hey, don't forget God." Yeah. Or yeah. Say your grace. Or, yeah. It's time. Hey, it's time for bed. Let's pray. It's like that faith DNA you just passing along. Exactly. And, and you know, as this relates to making plans, because I remember when you when you came to me with that, you said, "Look, I'm going to leave. I want to do this." And you know, you wouldn't ask my permission. You just kind of like feeling. It. And I remember the first thing I said in my mind: "No, mm-hmm. you crazy. You're going to leave all of that money and mm-hmm. come on, dude." And Almost immediately, if you remember, mm-hmm. I got convicted. Yeah. Because almost the same thing happened in my life. Yeah. I said, but he's got himself set up. He's got some money. He can take this. He can do yeah, that. Yeah. And I said, you know what? He's been talking about wanting to make a difference in his life for a long time. He's been saying he's going to do this and he can honor God. Yeah. He's been saying, you know, when he was selling the idea to me, he yeah. always, I'm going to have more time and, and I'm going to be at church more and I'll be able to do this. I'll be able to yeah. work media. Um, and I said, you know what? who am I to interfere with this man's life, this man's dream? This may be God's plan for his life because it's not a sin. He wants to work. He wants to do this. He is spending more time with his family. I don't see how it's a sin in it. So now guess what I do every morning? I'm praying for success in that business every yeah. morning, you know, and and and, and that kind of leads back to James four. Because I want to say, verse thirteen talks about making plans without God. Mm-hmm. Verse thirteen, verse fourteen saying recognizing the uncertainties of life, and verse fifteen talks about failing to acknowledge God. Yeah. And here it is: when you do those things, if you plan like that, then you're going to end up at verse sixteen, where you're going to be boasting and bragging and being arrogant in it. And see, God has to humble you. Yeah. And and so if you do, if your faith looks like this man's faith in James chapter four, man, you're going to be so far from God's plans for your life in 2021. 
because you'll soon find yourself boasting and bragging and arrogance because that's what that verse said in verse 16. And notice what it says, but all such boasting is evil. Yeah. And so God may be keeping you at a place right now so you're still humble so you don't embarrass him because if he let you make it too big, too quick, too fast, well, and and I, but I think you, you got to look at it like this, though. Okay. You, he had to go. He prayed for something. Mm-hmm. He got it. Mm-hmm. God developed him, mm-hmm. made provisions for you to have. That's what I see. X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So you could do, then you know that next step. Right. Now, at, at a certain point, because God pressed upon you, said, "Hey, look, man, this you have a next step there." Yeah. But how long? How how much longer did you stay there? Probably a year and a half. Probably two years. And it was getting to the, it was getting close to the point. I if I didn't make the step, God was gonna make it. And right. That's, that's the worst. But way. but check this out. So the next so so you get taken to the next step. Mm-hmm. Now you go into this next step. He's already made you. He's already made provisions. He's already done what he what he said he's gonna do for you. Mm-hmm. Now you can go into the real estate game with a humble heart. Exactly. You can you can put God first. Yeah. And guess what? That eliminates or that lessens. I'm not gonna say eliminate. It can come back. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. don't my, forget God. Yeah, don't forget God. <laughs> but but it it could lessen and suppress that 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 need to boast and brag. No, man, you man, if you kill it, definitely. I'm, man, I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the cheerleader in the front exactly. row, right? Yeah. But at the same time, you know, you can be like, man, don't I'm not I I, I got to give this to God, and I yeah. think you I think you have that that DNA in you because. You know, it was passed down. Hundred percent. Yeah. Honestly, I, I think a lot of people in my job think I'm being sarcastic. Yeah. Because they were like, "There's no way you could be that happy for me," and it's not if you're not getting anything out of it. Right. And and no, I am. Like I'm getting, you know, the joy of not being stressed about yeah a company that I hate to be at or just like you you can't even be around it no more. Like the to know you you never got a headache walking into work like. Like this, like oh man, man. Like, oh man, that's that is, <laughs> bruh. Yeah, <laughs> do I really want to be here today? Yeah, that's that's just straight stress. Does lead to depression or lead to anything else? Like that's you got to let that go. It's like to have to not have that feeling anymore when you go into work. Like that's a blessing. Like so, well, the, the peace that passes human peace, comprehension the word comes from Christ. Yeah, yeah. and and yeah. and and if you are in line with His will yeah. for your life, and and what you told me, why you want to do it, you want to change the direction of your family, and exactly. I love it. Yeah. You know, and most people don't know, you know, and your wife don't work, yeah. you know, and and then for a millennial, you know, some people think that is that's crazy. Yeah. But the priority that you've put for the plan for life, I'm not saying a wife cannot work. Please no, no. don't. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, but that leads because we got a couple more minutes. I want to say this that leads us to verse 17 because we're talking about what will our faith look like in 2021 if we are not walking with god then we're going to be verse 13 making plans without god then that's going to lead to verse 14 we're going to fail to recognize the uncertainties you know of life so when stuff is happening we're going to think why this has happened to me you know or how did this happen when i had this perfect plan which leads to verse 15 because you failed to acknowledge god which leads to verse 16 because you failed to acknowledge god now you out there bragging and boasting and arrogance about what what you're going to do which leads to verse 17 which is the sin of what self-sufficiency and Self-sufficiency is a sin. Sometimes God will not allow his children to make it too quick, too big, too fast because they will engage in the sin of self-sufficiency, thinking that they did it by the plans they made. 
And we can't go into 2021 with the plans we made yeah. if we haven't made those plans to get, bring give to bring and give glory and honor to God. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, it's easy to get into, almost like what we talked about last, it's easy to get into this, these certain modes. You'd be like, you know what, I got it. All right, God. You're exactly. good. You're good. Yeah, you just sit right there, God. I'm going to do this thing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, God, buckle up. But you can be in the passenger seat. I got this. Exactly. And God, like, he don't he don't ride in that seat. Yeah. You know, he don't fit in that seat. Yeah. You know? And so what we end up doing is riding off from God, walking away from God. And then we run into all of those dead-end roadblocks. Like, what happened? Uh, dude, you're going the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now you got to turn around and come back. Exactly. And that's a great point. Thank you. If you travel the wrong way, for you've got to turn around and travel all that way back before you begin the process of getting where you were supposed to have been going. Yeah. 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 You know, so I, I just want to make certain that we 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 just understand as it relates to uh, plans. Plans can be defined as simply thinking ahead. And I don't have any problem with that and, yeah. and making decisions to do certain things. And God don't have a problem with that um, in light of anticipated future events. God don't have any problem with making plans. Planning is a very good habit to cultivate. Please understand, I'm not saying it. It's a very good habit to cultivate. Matter of fact, Winston Churchill said, uh, he who fails to plan what plans to fail so i'm not saying it's wrong to make plans in 2021 what i'm saying is wrong for a believer a professed child of god to try and make plans apart from god and if 2020 haven't taught us anything and i'm talking about non-believers and believers if it hadn't taught us anything it should have taught us that god could change our plans yeah just like that yeah yeah you know, and so I'm hoping and praying for those of us believers. We've saw that in 2021, and our faith is going to look different in 2021 as we're walking with God and watching what God does. Will He change the scenario? He may not, but we will be changed in the scenario. You just got through saying your situation haven't changed for the better, but you inside have changed for the better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, guys, that is. Faith, twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a, I think that's a good way to to close out. Uh, you know, our you know that's the second podcast second podcast we we've done second second episode. Um, but I just I think this will definitely bless a lot of folks, especially the millennials. And I think that's one thing. You know, that's one segment that we we definitely wanted to try to reach was the millennials because Mike, your story is <laughs> like pretty much. You know, I would say 50, 60, 70 percent of millennials mm-hmm. to say, OK, man, how do I step out on faith the right way? Yeah. You know, How do I walk into faith the right way? How do I start this new year the right way? Yeah, you should have started the right way, you know, 16, mm-hmm. you know, 18 months ago. But exactly. but now you have a you have an opportunity to to right those wrongs and go in the right direction. Yeah. So make those plans with God, man. You know, I'm going to tell you, don't forget God. <laughs> hey, and the one thing. You don't have to wait till 2021. We Even though it's two days from now, yeah. you can start making them plans today. You don't have to wait to step out on faith. Yeah. All right. We're going to leave it there, guys. Uh, I want to thank uh, Mike. Thank you. Mike. Sir. And I'm Tremaine, and this is Guarding the Truth. That's what we do. We guard the truth, <laughs> and we do it how? Straight, Straight out, out of scripture. scripture. All right, guys. <laughs> thank you, man. Thanks again for listening to Guarding the Truth with Mike Boston. If you haven't liked and followed Mike, you can find him on Facebook by searching at 
Mike Boston, GTT. Please take a moment to rate and review this podcast. And if you enjoy this content, please share this episode with a friend. In addition to guarding the truth, you can listen to Mike's latest messages on his podcast, Mike Boston, From the Pulpit, on your favorite podcast app.